Welcome to the Lessons in Love podcast. I'm Blake Freedom. And I'm Luke Hillis. Here we talk about communication for couples that care and singles looking for a conscious relationship. In this podcast, we bring you the lessons of our love journey to help you cultivate the relationship experience you've always wanted. We'll have conversations about what it takes to move through challenges, release tension in relationships, and communicate in ways that bring more intimacy, which we've learned through over a decade of personal development and from actually doing our inner work. We're not afraid to keep it real, and we're so excited you're on this journey with us. So So let's dive in. in. Welcome back. This is a special three-part series on how Luke and I manifested each other and how we met at a Brendan Burchard event. We recorded this on video, so you can check it out on YouTube if you'd like to watch us cuddling on the couch while we share our story. The video was actually recorded when we had known each other for three and a half weeks, so the story is very fresh. You get all of the details. We're pretty much adorable, and at the time of me recording this, we've been together for four months, so it's really exciting to be able to go back to early on and see how the moment we locked eyes and we knew that we had known each other to some degree and everything that had to happen to unfold in order for us to be together, there were some obstacles. It's a really great story that shows a cosmic connection when two people who are a great match come together and what a mentor of mine once said, when one plus one equals three. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Blake Frieda. I am a coach that supports women. I'm from Denver, Colorado. And I'm Luke Hillis. I'm a corporate trainer and life coach from Fairfield, Iowa. (laughs) So this is our story of how we manifested each other and how we have been inspired to share our story as a conscious couple. So Luke and I met at a personal development conference. Um, Brendan Burchard hosted it, 2,000 people in Austin, Texas, about three weeks ago, three and a half weeks ago, Mm -hmm. actually, yeah. And um, I traveled from Denver traveled from Iowa and it was a really interesting time for me because I am 37 years old. I've really been wanting to manifest my partner. I am an entrepreneur. I've coached women. I've been coaching um, healing from eating disorders and moving into supporting women, creating conscious relationships. And I've been really working on moving forward in my life and really felt like there was something missing. And I figured I would focus on my business and then I would meet my person and then we could grow together. But some part of me knew that meeting my person was a big part of my life's purpose, my story, my gift. So I had been casually seeing someone a few weeks before the event and I had gotten out of a relationship about six months prior that was fairly serious. And after that relationship, I realized that I had really been settling for people that were not living up to the level that I wanted to live at. I have been on a journey with my sexuality and my identity um, as a queer woman and have had different types of relationships over the last few years. And at one point has been out as a lesbian online and to my family. And the last two people that I dated were men, which was very confusing for me and circumstances kind of brought them into my life. But the last casual relationship I was in was with a man who surprised me um, and really had me questioning myself. Like, am I actually bisexual? You know, clearly I'm attracted to men. I can't like run from that. But I had always imagined myself being in a relationship with a woman. I just feel like I connected better emotionally with women. It's a different kind of experience. It felt more in alignment for me. And so things didn't work out with this person and I ended up ending it because I realized that I wanted to have my energy clear for this amazing personal development event I was going to. And I knew that if the odds were in my favor, it would be possible I could meet someone at the event. I wasn't expecting it, but I definitely was open to it. And of course, I packed my suitcase with lots of rainbows so that I would repel men and attract women. And so all the lesbians and bi women at the event would know that I was queer and that I was available. And this one saw right through that. <laughs> so I arrived at the event and had the most amazing time. 
It was very confronting. You know, how are you living your life? Are you living in alignment with your dreams and your goals? We also were blessed with being able to give hugs and it felt so wonderful to connect with people again. And so throughout this event, I'm really asking myself these questions of what is it that I want? Am I living in alignment? You know, I'm, I know I'm not happy in Denver. I really want to grow myself as a person to grow my business. And it had been creeping in like, I really, really, really want to meet my soulmate. Like, it's so, so important to me. I feel like I need to have all these other ducks in a row with my business and my finances and my personal life before I'm good enough or, you know, available for someone. Um, and that just became stronger and stronger and stronger. So we did some exercises on the second to last day. I declared to my small group of five people that I was ready to receive my person and kind of shocked myself as it was coming out of my mouth. And then I went on with my day and that's how it started for me. How did it start for you, babe? Yeah. Well, I've been to like 10 of these personal development events before. I just, I love them. They're so transformative for me. I always had this sense that maybe I would meet my person at one of these events since it's such a shared interest. It's such a shared energy. I didn't really expect it though because having been to 10 and never really found my person, I didn't expect it would be the case this time. So I just went with an open heart, an open mind, really went for transformation. It's at a point that I wanted to up-level my energy. I was just open. I think that's the simplest way of putting it. I went with an open mind, an open heart. My inner heart space was pretty clear. I'd been living my life in a good... Pretty clear. <laughs> pretty clear. <laughs> Not uh, completely clear, but pretty clear. <laughs> been living in a good integrity with myself. I felt a good inner strength. I felt I knew who I was. I felt I knew what direction I was going on in my life. I'm comfortable financially. All of those things were in really good shape. So that was like the setup for me at the event leading up to this second to last day of the event when Blake and I met each other. Yeah. So, so Brendan's so much fun and he's all about dancing. Right. And like, we're all being cracked open because it's been the pandemic and you know, we're not touchy feely with like people. And so, so wonderful, <clears throat> excuse me. It was so wonderful to be able to hug again. So anytime after like a speaker would come on, Brendan would say like, what would he say? Say ten, give have ten Super Bowl winning hugs. Super Bowl winning hugs, like really good hugs. So you're like going up to ten strangers and just like squeezing them, and it just feels so good. And to the point where later, when I was in the airport, I was like, it's so weird that I'm not hugging these strangers around me. We got so used to it. So we're going around giving our hugs. I'm sorry, we were dancing mm -hmm. before. So we're having this dance party up front. I'm super excited as I, as the event has progressed. I would sit closer and closer to the stage. So the second to last day, I was like super close to the stage. And then the last day I was in the second row. And so we're dancing up front and Luke approaches me. And before we hugged, did what did I, did I say something to you before we hugged or after? We hugged we first. Hugged first. Yeah. So Luke approaches me, he's coming up the aisle. We have a nice hug. It was a moment of like, wow, this is a really great hug. We fit together really well. And then I said to him, it's really nice having someone tall to dance with because I'm 5'11 and he's 6'3 and it had been a while since I had hugged or danced with a guy taller than me. Like several of my exes are shorter than me. So it was really cool. And then what happened? Yeah, so we hugged and then Blake says, it's really nice to have someone tall to dance with. And I was like, oh, she likes me. <laughs> And it wasn't like a conscious thing. I wasn't like, ooh, I like this guy. Let me tell him that he's, I like that he's tall. It was like, it just came out of my mouth. Like it was such an unconscious thing that I wasn't expecting to say, but it just like, there was just this moment where Luke looked at me right as we were going to hug. And I just saw, I felt him penetrate right down into my soul and just like see who I was. And what's so funny about that actually is that I was wearing my rainbow glasses. So I was always wearing a rainbow, always. I was like, I want it to be known that I'm queer. <laughs> like I want to attract a woman. And so I'm wearing my rainbow glasses and he just looked straight through them into my <laughs> eyes and down into my soul. <laughs> and you know, it was like, that's just kind of what came out of my mouth. So on some level, like I was open and I guess I wanted you to know that. I just mm. wasn't really sure that I knew that at the time. And um, he 
asked me my name, where I'm from, and I said Denver, but I'm open to something new, which I don't know why. That I was the that next either. thing that gave me a good That's sign. A that was a very important <laughs> moment, actually. Yeah. So, so Blake said, like Denver, but I'm looking for something new. And in my mind, that immediately alleviated the doubt that I had had that like, well, if I met someone here, how would we actually be in physical space? Because mm -hmm. my job requires me to be where I currently live. And that's the most important thing to me at this stage in my life. Like I wouldn't leave that for a relationship at this stage in my journey. So when she said, I'm open to something new, it's like, oh my gosh, this could really work. I mean, I didn't even really know Blake that well, like in terms of conversing and such, but I had a really good feeling and I was excited that the possibility of location could, like, we could be united in location. And I wasn't even thinking that when I said it. Like, that's what's so funny. I just was speaking from my heart and it just came out. So I think that that all stems from the place of feeling like I'm open and I declared I'm ready. I had had a vision in my mind. Like, how many of us make lists of like, oh, this is who I want my, to, my soulmate to be. And I want them to look like this and sound like this and be like this. It wasn't, it was just more of let me be open to, you know, whoever is a fit. And he was not what I imagined. Like, he is a man. <laughs> like, which I, actually, you know what, he's a human to me. Like, he's really a man and a woman wrapped into one. Because we have the most incredible emotional connection that I've never had with a woman. Like, it cannot even touch what Luke and I have. And ultimately... It was me being open to whatever was in alignment with my highest good is that allowed me to be able to receive you. But it was difficult and there were a lot of hurdles that I had to, to get past internally. So I was just speaking from my heart and that's what came up. But I didn't like, I wasn't saying it to tell him, oh, and you know, I might be open to moving. I just didn't really think about it. It was unconscious stemming from a place of being open. So then I asked Luke, I see his name tag. I'm like, Luke, where are you from? And he says... Fairfield, Iowa. Or he said Iowa. Just yeah, Iowa. just Iowa. He says Iowa, and I take a step back. I physically take a step back because I'm like, oh, okay. So, all right, interesting, Iowa. And I knew that I was kind of, like, intrigued with him. I wanted to keep conversation going because it's a room of 2,000 people. You know, I wanted to keep conversing. So I, the only thing I could think to say was, you know, well, have you always lived there? And have you lived in any other places? And he said, yes, I have. And I said, oh, and you went back to Iowa? <laughs> I could tell what she thought of Iowa. I just didn't understand. Like, what's so great about Iowa? <laughs> like, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> and um, then what? You took a selfie of us? Is that mm -hmm. what happened? He was like, let's take us." Okay, so Luke has this incredible, like, super positive energy and he just lights up a room whenever he enters it and so he's like let's take a selfie and I'm like okay <laughs> so we took a picture so it's like I just met this guy had this connection I'm kind of still curious but confused about it and then he takes a picture with me and then at some point he got my Instagram so we could be connected in some way which I guess is like the new thing these days you ask for Instagram <laughs> It's like less personal than a phone yeah. number. It's like, and you also get to know the person. Yeah, exactly. More. Like, you can stop. A phone number doesn't tell me anything about That's Blake. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. So then we go back to our seats, and then what? So then at the end of the night, I mean, so I was thinking about Blake the whole time. Like she made such an impression on me in ways that are hard to actually explain, but it was just a good feeling. I felt that she liked me. I felt like energetic comfort with her. So she was on my mind. Like I really wanted to meet up with her. So at the end of the event, then I found her and she was, she had a friend she was talking with and I didn't, you know, I just went up to Blake and asked her, Hey, do you want to have dinner tonight? <laughs> and Blake said, you know, well, so, so Blake said that she was going to be reviewing her notes with her friend and going to bed early. Um, but, but the tone of it was not like, like, no, I'm not interested at all. It was just like, not tonight. At least that's how I took it. Maybe it was meant to be. No, I'm not interested at all. But I took it as like 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 her face and her tone and her eyes. It just sent the message like, like not tonight. I was definitely flattered. I was like, wow. I, in that moment, actually, I wasn't sure if he was actually. I'm sorry. Babe. It's okay. I wasn't sure if he was asking me out like on a date or if I he, was. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or if it was like. He was just being friendly or like, I wasn't really sure. 
Um, but you know, my friend and I did have plans to kind of like relax and take everything in. I mean, it was an intense event and get some sleep. And I was very polite. Like I was like, you know, mm -hmm. thank you so much. Like I really appreciate that, but you know, no thank you. And I was still just kind of confused. Like I genuinely did not understand what I was feeling. I knew that I had connected with this person. He was different than what I was expecting and I felt something and then he was in the back of my mind and I was trying to stay focused and my friend and I were very business focused at this event. We're like, we are here to work on our goals. We are not here to get distracted. And so um, we went our separate ways. We went home and I thought, you know, I should look up this Luke character who followed me on Instagram. And I, we had had dinner and I was flipping through his Instagram and I was watching his videos and I was like shocked in the best way because everything he was saying was so inspiring and personal development related and like conscious and just like, I was like, oh shit, this is a guy who's like doing the kind of thing that I'm doing. Like I need to pay attention here. You know, I'm like, I wonder if I like need to get to know him. And I immediately regretted saying no. I didn't tell, I haven't told no, you this you didn't yet. Tell me that I haven't before. told you this yet. Yeah. When I was looking through your videos, I was like, shit, I may have missed my chance. And I still internally, I'm like, what is happening? Like, no, I need to be open to a woman. Like, do I like him? Do I not like him? Like, he's really cute, but like, am I into him? I don't know. But I just remember looking at your content and thinking, oh my gosh, like you're so in alignment with what I'm doing. And like, that's so hard to find. And did I blow my shot from like connecting with this person? I wasn't completely sure at that moment if I wanted it to be like romantic or, you know, just a friend thing because internally I was really pushing it away. Like, no, I'm not ready for, for that. Like whatever this is, like, you know, it just, it was, I was kind of at war with myself, honestly. So I'm at home looking at his Instagram. And then you messaged me. And I messaged you. And I was out to dinner with a bunch of people that I had met. Yeah. So I didn't get home for like two or three hours afterwards. Right. And I'll, but I was, ex I, I had seen that you had messaged me earlier. Yeah. I messaged I you immediately because mm -hmm. I was so surprised mm -hmm. at how great your content was. And I was like, Luke, oh my gosh, I'm so happily surprised by your content. And I sent a few messages and I didn't hear back from him for a few hours. A few hours. And I started having like internal palpitations like, oh my gosh. He's not responding, you know, maybe I was wrong and I read this whole situation wrong and he wasn't like asking me out to dinner because I'm asking my friend like, was that, was he asking me out? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> and then she said he had a lot of balls coming up to you wearing your rainbows, sitting next to me in full decked out rainbow, not, not assuming that we're together. Like he, he had a lot of balls to do that. And I was just like, this is so weird. Like what is happening? I felt a little twilight zone. So all of my insecurities are coming up like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, does he really like me? Does he not like me? Why am I thinking about this guy? I'm not supposed to be thinking about a guy. I'm supposed to be focused on the event. And like, I want to focus on finding a wife. Like, it was just very conflicting. And then I was processing with my friend and talking to her about, you know, my feelings. And then she and I had a conversation about our friendship and how she felt about that. And that was a difficult conversation because she had a little bit, the lines were blurred a little bit for her. So I had to have a conversation with her to kind of figure out how to navigate that and then be honest about my truth, which was, I just wanted to be friends. Um, and then I went on with my night. Yeah. So then when I got home, I started looking at Blake's Instagram and like, I had the same experience that she had. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's making content. She's an influencer. And I pulled up some video and I'm like, her face is so beautiful. These eyes, her eyes are just like popping in the video with love and light. There's like this fun music and she's tapping into the inspired energy. And I was, I was just like, holy crap. Like my attraction to her makes so much more sense actually, now that I'm getting to see more of who she Appreciate is. It, yeah. And I had a buddy that I was staying at the event with and I'm like, you gotta see this. And he's like, this is your person. <laughs> Like, she looks amazing for you. She's doing the same thing that you are. So, so then I messaged Blake back. And then I, then now it's my turn to not hear from Blake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he messaged me back and I was like, oh, he messaged me back. And then I had that moment of like, wow, all these insecurities that I was feeling were so ridiculous. Because like, he's just busy. And then I'm like, okay, this is a defining moment. 
If I message him back, the train's gonna be on the tracks. We're gonna be moving forward. We're gonna be connecting. Like I won't be able to stop the train. I need to be mindful that if I am interested, I'll message him back. And if I'm not interested, I should not be messaging him back. If I'm not sure, maybe I should take some time. And I remember walking around with my phone after my friend had gone to bed actually. And I was like, should I message? Like I had your, I had the message open and I'm like, should I message him? Should I not message I'm him? I'm learning things today like, too. Yeah, I, he didn't know this part. <laughs> it's like once the story flows, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this little detail. But I was like, oh, should I message him? And I just closed my phone. I was like, I'm not going to message him. And then I started feeling guilty about it. And I'm like, what is going on with me? Like, I could not put my finger on why I was struggling so much internally. But I just, you know, was like, I'm just going to go to bed. Tomorrow's a new day. And so. And I did the same thing. Went to bed, woke up, no message from Blake. No message. <laughs> But I figured, I mean, I didn't jump to conclusions about what that meant. I mean, I know Blake had her friend. She was planning to go to bed early. Like, you know. Even though it showed red. Even though it showed red. It's true. <laughs> I saw that she I had left red. Him on red. I was like, oh, maybe she was like tired and going to bed and like wanted to be able to. I, I gave like the benefit of the doubt of it. I guess I gave myself the benefit yeah. of the doubt too. Sweet. And important. When I came to the event, very much in my mind, I was going to find. Blake. The next day. This the is the last day. day. So, so, so the last day. It's a four day event. And this last day was a half day. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he came thinking, I'm going to find Blake. Mm -hmm. And I walked in thinking, I wonder if Luke is here. I wonder where Luke is. Because he's tall, so it's easy to like, <laughs> he sticks out. And Good thing with her too. Yeah. I didn't see him right away. And I just thought, I hope he finds me. And then I let it go. And I was sitting in the second row. Then I, so then at the first break with music and stuff, I went up to the front. Basically, there's a whole bunch of us who would go up right around the stage to dance before the next talk would start. So I figured, well, that's where I found Blake. I don't know where she's sitting today. So if we're going to find each other, it's going to be up there. Right. So I went up there and I was dancing. And I think even, I guess I don't fully remember, but my impression is that I stayed dancing up there, even though other people had scattered or something, just because... That was going to be the best place to find her. And then Blake starts coming around the, around the side. I see her. She's coming towards me. She's looking at me. And I just felt like, I felt like very safe. I felt like she wanted to find me. She wanted to be found. And I started dancing. I started doing this thing where I was like, you know, music goes, I started doing like pointing <laughs> at like her pointing. and walking towards yeah. her. Yeah. Just because I felt like, it's an interesting feeling. I, I called it, I think of it as like a, a confident knowingness. Just felt like fearless and comfortable. I mean, fearless is a strong word, right? But certainly courageous. Yeah, definitely courageous. And we had done another breakout that day where we had to reconfirm and recommit to our goals. And my goals were business, speaking, and finding my person. And that was like the final moment for me where I was like, okay, like this is what I want. I want to find my person. I want to build a life with them. You know, my, my idea was like in the next five years, like I want to be married and with a family and we're traveling and building businesses together. And that just was the last little piece that opened my heart just enough mm. to be willing for something to come in. This is the entire time I was not like, okay, I'm so open and I'm so ready. And like, mm. oh, I recognize him. That's my person. It was very much a gradual opening for me of dealing with all my own stuff that was coming up and then being able to welcome something new in that maybe I wasn't expecting. And then us dealing with all these other internal things as we came together to be able to fit. So it's such a journey. Like, I just, I don't think that even though now looking back, I know in that moment, the first time we locked eyes, like that was it for me. I know that now looking back, but at the time it was like, okay, well, this is interesting. Uh, I don't know uh, what's happening. And so it's just important to be open to things happening gradually in steps mm. and to know that you don't have to fully believe it's possible. You don't have to fully believe that, you know, this is going to happen or like, this is my person or I'm totally ready. You just have to have the door open just enough for like a foot to get in there and then just be willing to step forward into the uncomfortable feelings because he had more of a strong knowing before I did. Mm. I was really uncomfortable and very hesitant for a while. 
And so when he, when we were dancing, I'm like, oh, I found him. Okay, cool. And then he found me. And so we started trying to chat and we had to go out into the hall because it was really loud. Mm -hmm. And he asked me what I was doing the rest of the day. Yeah, so I asked Blake what she was doing the rest of the day. We were going to get released at two o'clock from the event. Mm -hmm. I was, I had a whole nother, I had a couple more days actually. So I didn't, I had time and space. Mm -hmm. I asked Blake what she was doing, what her plans were. And she told me uh, she was going to probably have an open window from like 4.30 to 6.30 before mm -hmm. she had to leave to catch her flight. And I was like, well, may I book that time with you? <laughs> <laughs> but something that's interesting about this, and now that's kind of all clicking again for me, is that both instances when Luke asked me out, I put myself first. Mm -hmm. So I was interested. I thought I wasn't completely sure, but like the first night I needed rest. I wanted to have a nice dinner and I wanted to review my notes. And the second time I already had plans to have lunch with my friend and we were going to debrief the entire event because my friend lives in another state and we wanted to, you know, connect on that level first. And I knew like, I need to go, you know, fulfill my commitment with my friend. This needs to come first. We're business buddies. And like, if there's extra time available, then like I can open up to him. And that's really been a theme of our relationship mm. is really been like me staying grounded in who I am and, you know, what my standards are for myself and what my standards are for someone else. And so I feel like there was, it all worked out in a way that is important and that I was able to take care of me and I was able to be open. So I wasn't like saying no to an opportunity, but I also wasn't saying super yes to an opportunity and like ignoring the things that I needed to do for myself as well. And, um, so we decided to meet at the hotel lobby when I was done with lunch with my friends. So I got her in a car off to the airport and I was like, okay, I've got two hours. I have no idea what's going to happen. I'm just going to go meet with this dude and just, you know, I'm, I, at that, the last day I had my rainbow cape on, it was like this really pretty sheer rainbow, like jacket thing. Um, and I went, I peek around the corner and I see him sitting on the on the seat and I'm like, Hey, and he, and he leans forward and he's like, I meant to text you that I'm going to be meditating. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. And so so I, I, so I gotten ahead of, I was there ahead of time waiting for Blake. Cause like, obviously there's nothing else in my mind, but meeting up with her. So I was like scoping out where's the right place to be, what would be comfortable. And there's this cool kind of flat sofa thing next to a fireplace mm -hmm. that was, didn't really have anyone too nearby. The music playing was a little loud, but also created a sense of privacy. Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, this is, it's also on like the main floor of the lobby. It just seemed like a good, safe, comfortable, relatively private place. So to prepare myself, I was meditating. <laughs> to prepare yourself. That's so cute. You never said it like that. <laughs> I was definitely getting myself in as clear state of mind as possible. That's adorable. <laughs> So I was meditating, and I think you showed up maybe a few minutes earlier. I did. Well, yeah, yeah I think a few minutes earlier. Because I was so excited. I'm like, I get to go meet this guy. So I hadn't, like, taken my time to come out of meditation yet, which is I always do that, take a few minutes to come out of meditating. So I was like, oh, hey, I'm meditating. Like, I'll be ready in a couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way to start a date, is, right? Yeah. This is, so Blake sits down, and I'm just sitting there with my eyes closed for two or three more minutes. But it actually felt really good yeah. to me. Like I felt like it gave you space yeah. to settle in, settle in. and like mm -hmm. not feel rushed, calm your own nerves, yeah. like yeah. find your own sense of space. And right. me too. Right. And then like coming out of meditation, I'm just like super calm yeah. and ready. Totally. And actually looking back, like now that we're talking about this, I feel like that was the first moment where I didn't realize at the time, but now, you know, looking back, that was the first moment of us being in a shared space and being so comfortable around mm. each other. Mm -hmm. And like this whole week, we've just been around each other 24-7 and we're so comfortable. Like it feels like home. Yeah. Oh gosh, we forgot one of the most like important parts of the story. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I okay. totally forgot about so, this. So when, when we were making plans yeah. to meet up, then like I, I had such a strong feeling for Blake that I couldn't fully explain, but I very clearly felt and trusted oh, in. Yeah. And so once we made the plans, before we, we hugged. Yeah. As you know, when, when you hug someone, you have a moment where you're close to them. Yeah. And I whispered into Blake's ear, I said, you really stand out to me. And I like internally freaked out. <laughs> I was like, 
oh my god what like it's just like luke has a very strong presence and like when he wants something <laughs> it's like very clear and it freaked me out i was not ready for that and there's so, no like fear or misalignment inside of me i was just yeah, like he was in, energetically gushing on blake totally and just like that was all there in those words yeah, yeah. and i was just like oh my gosh and so we parted hug and i said i am the rainbow and i like ran blake, off blake was often an instant and she had this thing where like her arms flew out to the side and she's like i am the rainbow which didn't actually totally compute to me what she meant with that at the time one one funny thing that kind of worked to my advantage in all of this is like I didn't fully understand the meaning of all the rainbows that Blake was wearing. Yeah. Like I had the sense that she was into women, but I didn't assume that that meant that she wouldn't be into me. <laughs> and I just, I mean, maybe she just likes rainbows. Which I do, but, but so, also I am queer, so yes. So it's sort of a, a mix of factors yeah. all aligned up. Right, exactly, for, which you work to your to yeah. our benefit. Like, mm -hmm. it's freaking adorable that, like, you don't know that, like, I'm clearly dressing to attract other queer women, and my friend is super gay-looking. So, you know, it wouldn't be surprising if people assumed that we were together, you know, although we weren't. And it just is one of those things where, like, you're following a knowing and following like a hunch and following a feeling mm -hmm. and just being willing to take one step forward. And Luke was very respectful the entire time. He like, he wasn't stalking me. He never made me feel uncomfortable or unsafe. It was more of me like recognizing like, holy shit, you know, this person is interested in me and I don't know if I'm ready for that. Even though I had literally said that day, I am ready for it. And I just really had to work through my own. I had to do more inner work just to be prepared to sit, sit, sit down with him. And so um, when we sat down, I asked him, I was like, so like you wanted to get together. Like you said you that I stood out to you. Like what yeah, is that? Yeah, that's right. That yeah, was... what does that mean? That's what I said to you. Yeah, what did I say? I haven't thought about this since then. I mean, I can, I can recollect Gosh, it. Yeah, I know. Just, I think what stood out to me about Blake was. No, no, no. Oh. I'm sorry to interrupt. I remember what you said. Okay. You said, you said that you, you referenced Brendan and his wife and mm. how they have such a wonderful conscious relationship. And you said that you have been looking for a mm -hmm. conscious relationship and that when you saw me, I really stood out to you and that you brought up how Brendan, like, you know, is very, mm. he was talking about how he still flirts with his wife and how they have this like really connected relationship. And like, he was like, I'm really looking for that. And I remember thinking like, holy shit, this guy is so forward. Like, he just like your energy is forward. Then you're telling me you're looking for like a girlfriend. I'm like, you're in Iowa. Like, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't even know if I want to date you. Like, it just was like, but again, I was like, okay, Blake, just be open, be willing, you know? And so we chatted for a bit and I was, you were asking me somehow, I don't know. We talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about a lot of things. We talked about like what I was doing, helping women with eating disorders. I told you a little bit about my story. And then there was a moment where, like, he turned his body toward me more. Excuse me. He turned his body toward me, and he, like, held out his hands like this. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, and so I, like, put my hands in his, and he just sits there, like, staring into my eyes, like, so deeply. And I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like, what the hell is going on? And um, we just sat there, and just like looked into each other's eyes and it was like so many words were spoken without mm. words and there was such a deep connection that and now I understand I didn't understand then and then I think at one point you like kind of pulled me into a hug and I just like you know laid yeah. like this and we just like sat there and, and I remember being in, being in that space and thinking I'm wearing like this rainbow you know, flowy top, just like hanging out over the couch and I'm here like cuddling with this guy and like thinking just how interesting and ironic it was and just still trying to be open. Yeah, it was, it was so sweet. So these two hours, they just floated by. Mm -hmm. They just, at least for me, they, yeah. did. they just floated by they did. and the sweetness was just so palpable. And I, I felt so sure of myself and sure of Blake. I mean, I didn't know for sure what would happen with us, but I knew for sure 
was really into her and I was just like <clears throat> flowing with love in the moment, kind of unconcerned with it having to work out or not having to work out. Mm -hmm. I just was there with her feeling, I'm going to say fearless because that's what feels true to me. <laughs> And then, like, I'd feel these waves of affection that would lead me to, like, put out my hands or, like, lead me to bring her in like that. And we're just talking. And it was so, so sweet. It was so sweet. And he was so thoughtful, which is, like, seriously, Luke's middle name is Thoughtful. <laughs> he is so, so, so caring. And he was like, okay, let's set an alarm so we make sure that, you know, we get you to the airport on time. And, I, you know, I don't want us to you to be stressed about it or running late, which was so sweet. I thought that was so nice. And then the time came where it was like, okay, you know, I have to, I have to head out. And by then I had settled into the feeling of like, okay, there's something here. Like I'm interested. I still don't totally understand it, but like, I really just want to keep taking steps forward. Cause for me, this whole journey has just been like, like he was feeling fearless. I was feeling like seven different emotions at once. And all I could do was keep walking forward, like one step at a time. So I never felt fearless. I was in fear like the entire time, but I just thought I'm gonna feel the fear. I'm gonna do it anyway. That's like, you know, personal development 101. And so I went to go get my luggage and change in the bathroom. And he was telling me that he's like, let me get you an Uber. And I was like, no, 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 that's fine. And he was like, that's very sweet of you, but I won't take no for an answer. <laughs> And I was like, okay, like, that's nice. Like, I like that, you know? And I came back from changing into my sweats for the plane. And you said that you were like... I had been, like, trying to research online if there was some way I could look up her flight and give her extra leg room. Because she has such long legs. I know what it's like to have long legs. And I, I didn't figure out how so to make that sweet. happen. Yeah, and he but, told me that he was trying and... You know, it was the sweetest thing. Like, it was, that was a moment where I was like, this guy is very thoughtful. Like, he really cares. You know, I just, the more Luke and I spent time together, I realized, you know, he's not like any other man I've ever met before. And that helped me to open up to him more and kind of let go of this idea that, like, my person is a woman. I'm going to be with a wife. It has to be, look this specific way. It was more of, like, these are some of the qualities I'm really looking for in a person. And it was really beautiful. So we get out to the sidewalk, he ordered me a car, and his friend came out. Oh yeah. His, had that was seen good my timing. Instagram, and his mm -hmm. friend's like, Blake, what have you done to Luke? He's like head over heels. And I just remember looking at Luke like, oh, that's cute. I mean, wow, okay. And um, we hugged and just stood there like hugging for like... What, yeah. Go ahead. One, one cute moment before that is I ordered the Uber mm -hmm. and then Blake's like, let me have a look at it. Oh, she that's wanted to make right. sure that the Uber was going to the, the going to the right place. Yeah. And yeah. so and so I give her the phone. She's like, I, 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 it's not that I don't trust you. I'm like, Blake, it's okay. It's due diligence. Yes. And I was like, another thing that I love about him. Because <laughs> I mean, I've got to look out for my own safety. I just met this guy in an event. He's ordering me a car. Like, where is he sending me? <laughs> you know, like, I just want to make sure. And of course, it was taking me to the airport. And then I confirmed once I got in the car, are we going to the airport? And she was like, yes. So, yeah, so we hugged and we just stood there for minutes. And I remember saying, like, I could just cuddle with you for like hours. And it, that was the moment, I think, where I was like, okay, like, I really, I'm into this guy. Like, that was mm -hmm. the last bit of, like, hesitation that melted for me. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know what was going to happen next because... There had been this, like, energetic wall from Blake to a certain extent. A lot of openness, but still, like, this kind of edge of distrust in a, to a certain extent. And then when we were standing there hugging, I felt the veil come down. Or I felt the wall come down. And it felt like she just wanted to go to sleep in my arms. I did. I really did, and I have many times since. <laughs> so, yeah, it was so sweet. And so we got into the car, and then we were texting. Mm -hmm. You were really sweet and, like, gave me time to get through security and get to my gate. You didn't, like, bother me because I was, like, super stressed because, like, clear was closed. And then I went to go find something to eat. And it was so interesting because we had been in such a high-vibe event, like, just on 10, right? Like, just so so full of life, feeling so alive, just around people that are really wanting more out of their lives, thinking differently about the world. 
and then we had this incredible connection and we're just like feeling all these feelings I get into the car and I just felt like I felt like a part of my me was like left behind I haven't told you this mm -hmm. but I felt like a part of me was left behind with you mm -hmm. and it just felt like the further the car went like the more uncomfortable I started feeling and then and it just was like and I remember listening to the music in the car and feeling like I don't feel in flow anymore and then I got to the airport and it just felt like a freaking trash can energy. <laughs> like it was horrible. I was like, ugh, this is the real world. It feels so icky and gross. And like, I even had the thought that like, I want to put on a mask. Like it just feels icky in here. And I went and got something to eat and I was texting him and was like, he's like, no, it was so cute. You were like, how's it going with the, the like going through security and getting to your gate, which was really sweet. And I was like, you know, I'm getting something to eat. And it just feels like the energy feels so like icky here. And you were like, oh, you said, I'm trying not to be too much, but I wish that I was there and I could like protect your energy. And I was like, oh, this is so sweet. And um, I ended up being the last person on the plane <laughs> because I messed up checking in because I didn't check in early because we were together and I completely uh -huh. forgot because I was so enjoying our time together that I didn't even check in until I got to the airport. So then what happened for me after Blake went is I was just on cloud nine and I didn't know, I didn't know what to do with myself. Like theoretically I would have just gone home at that point. Cause I want, like I wanted to review the event. I had ideas of what to do with that. Maybe get an early sleep, whatever. But just, I, I just couldn't go home and I didn't know what to do. Like I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to feel what I was feeling. Yeah. Maybe I haven't told you about this. So I went back into the hotel and sat on the bench on, on the, the couch where we had been sitting for like an hour or something. I just sat there. Okay. That's so cute. <laughs> just sat there feeling happy feelings and happy imaginations. And then I'd like laid down maybe for another 30 or 45 minutes or an hour. I'm losing track of what the time was, but it felt like a long time. Someone eventually came to me, like a staff member, and told me that if I wasn't staying at the hotel, I needed Are to, you like... serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so cute. So I got up from then. By that point, it was night outside. And I, I was just like, well, what do I do? So I just went walking. Just started walking around the city. So I could just feel this feeling inside. I didn't want to go home. I just wanted to keep feeling and flowing. So I ended up spending the night like finding bands that were playing live music and then sending her all these videos and stuff from it. And just... saying like, I just want you to be here with me. Yeah. And it was really sweet. There wasn't really a moment where I was overanalyzing and thinking like, wow, this guy's coming on too strong or wow. Like, you know, I mean, I think I had a moment of that initially, but just I could feel through everything that you were sending me that like you were just carrying on that energy of what we had had. And I was, and I'm still integrating at this point. I'm still integrating, like, what is this about? Oh, and because the other thing that we forgot to say is that when we were chatting, I, you had, I swear to God, the guts in this dude, I swear. We, we were chatting and I, you told me that you had been planning to go to California in May. Mm -hmm. that you had permission from your boss to work remotely for all of May mm -hmm. and that you had been planning to go to California. And then he was like, but you know, I, I'm not feeling in alignment with that anymore. And so maybe I could come see you. <laughs> like <laughs> we had just met and sat down and I was just like, Oh, well, um, and then he, he interjected immediately and I would get my own place and I was like, okay, well that makes me feel better. Cause like, you can't just like invite yourself to come stay at my house, <laughs> you know, like, and I was like, well, that's very like thoughtful of you. I mean, wow. Like I didn't really know what to say. And so I said, let me think about it. You know, can I think about it? And I asked him, you know, what were you going to go out to California for? And... I was going to go visit a former girlfriend of mine who I still had a meaningful connection with. We weren't together. It had stagnated in a bunch of ways, but I didn't have really anything else going on and thought I would go out there. And, but yeah, so during this event, this four day event where like my inspiration, my energy is at like total peak. I was not feeling the trip out to California to go see her. And I'm like, 
in my peak energy, me not being excited to go, that really said something to me. And that, I mean, basically what it said to me is like, I'm better off not to go. But then I had that, that permission granted to go work from other places. So yeah, I, I told Blake about my former girlfriend that I'd been planning to go visit. Yeah, because I asked, I'm like, and I was like, so who is this woman? Like, who is this girl? Like, what's the story? And he told me it was someone he still has this meaningful, you know, connection with and like told me a little bit about it. And I basically stopped him and was like, you know, so like, what's going on with her? Are we like done? Or are we like still kind of, you know, seeing her and, you know, and you had mentioned that like you guys were still kind of in touch and that you thought that there might be potential eventually for you to be together. So you're like, you know, holding on to and keeping the door open. And I basically was like, listen, I'm not here to waste my time. So <laughs> I think that like any woman, and I literally spoke to him this way. I was like, I think any woman and myself included deserves to be chosen as number one. And I am not here to be a number two. And if you are still got ties going on with somebody else, like this is, there's like, I really don't see this going anywhere so i think that you need to figure that out and i was like and frankly you need to shit or get off the pond <laughs> because like in that moment it was like i had nothing to lose you know like i didn't really know him that well i mean i knew him on such a deep energetic level but like we were just starting to relate i'm like there's another bitch in the picture like fuck no you know i'm sorry that's really rash and i don't mean she's not a bitch but it was like to me i'm like who is this other woman and like why are you talking to me like you need to just like Go figure that shit out, bro. And also, you know, he's a few years younger than me. Four years younger than me. So I'm like, oh, he's a younger dude. He's like, he's got some stuff to figure out. And that, you know, the age stuff has come up for both of us. But in that moment, I just felt like I just need to tell him what's up. This is my standard. Like, you do not come into any type of situation of us pursuing something with ties to somebody else. I had let go of somebody two weeks before I came to the event. I had intentionally cleared my energy because I knew that if I was going to meet someone, I would want to be fully available for them. And Luke is so sweet though. Like he, he has never spoken ill about mm. her or any other woman he's ever dated. And I mean, we've had extensive conversations about her and like other women and like my exes. And he just was so sweet and was like, I've just never really had, you know, like I just, when I really care about somebody, you know, they mean something to me. And, and I just don't like, this is just, it, 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 I asked him like, have you ever been in a toxic relationship? And he was like, no. And I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> so you've never like ended, ended things with somebody. Like it's just over, over. There's no more connection. And it was, it was, it was so lovely because even though he still had ties to somebody, I knew that he was like genuinely coming from a good place. And then it wasn't like, you know, it was kind of like, trying to sort through the possible future with her and not knowing and like obviously not knowing what could happen with us but just you care so much you care so much about people like you have such a huge heart and that's one of the things that like I fell in love with so at all of that to say like I was feeling things for him and like that hug that we had when my wall came down in the back of my mind I was like there's somebody else in his life that's taking up space and there's not space for me and we'll, we'll, we're gonna have to address that if we continue. He had planted the seed of, hey, I can come out and see you. But in my mind, I'm like, he's not coming out to see me if like there's something else going on with somebody else. Like I just, I'm not available for that. You know, I just know what I want. I know what I require. And you know, I deserve to be number one. I deserve to have all of someone's heart. There's at least one other fun detail in this. Okay. Which was when we're getting up to go, to leave from the hotel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like, I'm so glad that we're doing this because all these little details we keep forgetting and like the story's a little wonky, but this is cute. Yeah, so so we're getting up and she's like, Luke, I have a question. I'm like, okay, sure. She's like, did you think about kissing me? Because <laughs> we'd been sitting together for a while. We'd even been in like a little bit yeah, of a cuddle right. position. It was close. And... Or no, 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 it wasn't did you think, that wasn't the first question. It said, do you want to kiss me? I think that was what you said first. The first thing I said was, 
I'm trying to decide if I oh, want to kiss you. Oh, that's right. That's what that's what it was. Trying to decide. And if I he was kiss like, you. he just like looked at me with this like <laughs> blank face, like like what are you talking about? I was like, have you not thought about kissing me? Like, where have you thought about kissing me? And I was like, well, I'd love to kiss you. And and then you said, well, that's actually not really what I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> like, did did you were, did you think about kissing me? And my answer was, actually, no, I didn't. And the reason is because I didn't think it would be fitting or appropriate. Yeah. So I just didn't even let would, my mind go there. It would be too there. forward. It would be, yeah. be too forward. Right. Like it just didn't seem appropriate to the situation. How sweet is that? Again, so different than any other guy. Because from my background, coming from dating a lot of men seeped in toxic masculinity who haven't done the work, you know, it's like they're attracted to me, they approach me, they're coming on really strong, they want to kiss me, they want to go farther than that like I'm so used to that aggressive energy where I'm always constantly trying to figure out how do I navigate that before it happens to make sure I feel safe so part of my mind in a lot of those moments was like is he gonna try to kiss me because we're close we're like holding hands at one point we're like I'm just like oh this is gonna be awkward I don't know if I want him to kiss me like I just needed to kind of like let that go and so I made that comment mm. thinking like I need to be ahead of the curve so that I can like stop it from happening so I can feel safe but I also was like uncomfortable and I kind of played it in like a playful way of like oh I'm trying to decide if I want to kiss you to see like what he would say I mean it's so silly like <laughs> it's so silly looking back I'm just like oh my gosh you know I just I had a very quality man sitting in front of me and I was projecting a lot of my old bad boyfriends onto him that like he's gonna expect or ask something of me that I'm not comfortable with and Luke would never do that. Like he, my safety and comfort has always been his priority. Like if there was something happening with me and he was doing something important, he would drop it in a second for me. And he, he'll ask me throughout all kinds of things over the last week, like, do you feel comfortable? Do you feel safe? Does this feel okay? Like he's always checking in for my best interest. And that is a conscious man, ladies, gentlemen, and humans. <laughs> Being with her was like, like the, the like a kiss. Well, how to put this? It was like an energetic intimacy being with her that was really so much more fulfilling than what a kiss would have been. Anyways, like I, I didn't feel the need for it. Like it wasn't important. Like yeah. we had the closeness. Right. And in my mind, it's like, like if we're gonna go somewhere. I'm going to have time to kiss you. <laughs> like, I didn't need to squeeze it in right yeah, there. Oh, like... my gosh. And boy, was he right. <laughs> so, yeah, that was part of my thought process on it. So sweet. Yeah. Until next time. Hey, it's Blake. Luke and I put together something really special just for you. We've had to learn how to navigate those difficult conversations, the tension that comes up when one of us gets triggered, and we realize that there's a step-by-step -step process that we use to move through tension, to be able to communicate, to feel seen and heard even when it's really difficult. So we wanna offer this gift to you for free. It's a visual chart so you can follow it step-by-step. -step. It makes it really easy for you and your partner to use together. Click the link in the show notes below to get instant access to your free gift, or you can visit www.blakeandluke.com flowchart. We'll see you over there.